It's not the weekly poll, it's Absolute Comics. This is the show where I come together with Sal from Comic Pop, I'm Benny from Comic Storian, and we sit down once a week at the Comic Storian Podcast Network, which is twitch.tv slash comic every Tuesday at about 5 o'clock p.m. We talk about all the latest news, we talk about our theories, the latest comic books, the comic books that have come out, and we also discuss the latest television shows. Hi, Sal, how are you doing today? I am good, man, how about you? I'm good. Why don't we ever do this? Why don't we ever just say hi to each other? I know that was really out of left field. I'm like, uh, I'm well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what, have, what have you? We've been talking for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we've been, but no, we've I, mean, t- I mean, for the in this show, yeah, no. Hey, you've just got just got here. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> I shoveled some snow yesterday again, and uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. That's the, you know what? It's not like you got the same workout I got from seven minutes of ring fit. I have that ring fit game, and since I can't go running because yeah. it was negative four degrees, I decided to play that <laughs> ring fit game again. I got yeah. seven minutes in, and my butt hurt so much from squats. I was like, and we're done. I got my butt kicked by ring fit. I'm a guy that who rock thing climbs. is just squats. It's just squats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, you could run, but, like, no. It's in squats. In seven minutes, I had done 230 squats. that's too many squats i was i'm done i mountain bike i rock climb i lift i run i you know and yeah 230 squats was too many squats sal that's that's 200 too many squats (laughs) that's 225 too many squats (laughs) (laughs) so for those guys who are new to the channel uh this show airs every uh, every tuesday right here and it's supported by our twitch subs over here at the comic story and podcast network it's also supported by our patreons patreon.com slash comic storian or patreon.com slash comic pop either one of those will give you early access and bonus content for this particular podcast it's also supported by our sponsor G Fuel, where you can use the code COMICS at checkout to get the insane energy that Sal and I bring to the table over here. Damn right. <laughs> I should give you more leeways, you know, when I'm got, like, like tossing it to you. you know? Yeah, well, we I, a, I, we a, I went for the, I went for the low-key, you know, kind of like, yeah, the subvert your expectation, kind of like, you know, high energy, low effort. <laughs> well, the other thing we wanted to talk about is Sal and I are now officially expanding the Absolute Comics brand. We've created a brand new YouTube channel, and we'd love for you to come over before we do any major promotions for it. Join us for the soft launch while we work out the kinks. The channel is known as Absolutely Marvel in DC, and the core intention of it is to straight up talk about MCU and DCEU products over there. So WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, The Loki Show, Black Widow, Suicide Squad. Don't know what else they're doing over there other than Zack Snyder Justice League. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. All of that kind of stuff will be discussed at Absolutely Marvel NDC, our new channel. The channel is going to be focused on 60-second shorts, giving you all the information you need to move on with your day. But it's also going to feature a lot more long-form content where we discuss Easter eggs, theories, all the fun stuff we all do anyway. It's going to be hosted by me and Sal primarily, but we're also bringing in Dan and Dylan from the team to create a whole new entity over there. So, if you want to help, if you want to help me and Sal expand the Absolute Comics brand, please consider going over to the new YouTube channel, Absolutely Marvel and DC. It's going to start rolling real heavy with Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we do have some WandaVision stuff planned. We're just a little late to the party. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we just didn't have the channel. I'm sorry. Yeah. But now we're going to be doing it. Every week we get new MCU stuff. Sal and I have been doing it here on the Twitch channel. We thought, why don't we have a home for this stuff? So, damn right. All right, so now we got all the promotional stuff out of the way. Uh, yeah. Let's kick off with the first one, uh, the comic book that I read and super enjoyed, 
And I, apparently you read, I want to get your theories on this. Last Ronin issue two dropped. And while there are leaks yes. for three, we're not really going to talk about that. No. What do you think about Last Ronin? Do you, are you liking it? I, I am liking it. I love uh, I, I love this concept. Uh, obviously, Eastman and Laird were heavily inspired by Frank Miller's Dark Knight. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and Daredevil and getting like some really gritty stuff. And this is literally just Dark Knight's Ninja Turtles. Which is exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, so it's fun to see like this kind of throwback to the origins of the turtles, but in this future version of them, in this like gritty reality that we've seen a thousand times. Like we're not breaking new ground here, ladies and gentlemen. It's just it's just dark future turtles, but you know it's really fun and it leans yeah. heavily into basically the collective zeitgeist of turtles. Like if you have seen the cartoon, read a comic, watched a movie, you get it. Like you, you there's four brothers. They're raised by a rat. They fought the shredder. <laughs> They're friends with Casey and April. That's really all you need. Like that's literally all yeah. the information and backstory you need to enjoy the last Ronin series, which I don't even know how many, how many issues it's going to be. I assumed it was three, but I, I was, I was thrown off by the fact that it's just big. Like it's an it's oversized five. book. I thought it was five. I think you're right. I think it's like at least five. And here's the thing. They triple ordered it. Like last run of number one, people, it was hard to find people like they, people did not, uh, people underestimated the staggering drawing power of like dark turtles. And as such issue two was plentiful. Oh, yeah. I think that if, if this is a, any indicator, we're going to be seeing more last Ronin-y stuff as, as we, as time goes on. Well, and that's what I wanted to ask you. Do you think that this is going to expand into a last Ronin universe? The remnants of everyone. <laughs> I hope not. Because <laughs> the thing is, the thing is I love the turtles, but like, I only care about it through the lens of the turtles. Like, I don't care about what Leatherhead was up to. Right. We've already you established know? that Mike's the only one left. So right. unless we're going to find them all in cryo sleep, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> and the thing is, like, if I want to read about the ongoing adventures of the turtles, like there's a baller IDW series. That's, oh, I've loved that series. Yeah. It's an amazing series. Multiple, beautiful, uh, you know, large omnibus type collections. Uh, I could just read that over and over again. What or, I love about know, that is they, they touch on the dark side, like when they killed Donatello and things like that. But they yeah. don't go all in, so you can still kind of like read it with kids and stuff like that. Yep. That's totally. not a weird, but you know what I mean. It's like a family-ish kind of book is what I'm getting at. Everyone can enjoy it. Yeah. Anybody who is in, who is enticed by the by the turtles, which like the turtles, I think, are like a generationally uh, beloved property. Like I think every generation can enjoy the turtles in some regard. I mean, like it, it's like everything, you know, like each turtle has a personality trait that some kid can identify with. They all have fun, awesome ninja weapons. They love pizza. Who doesn't like it, it, everything about it connects with the, with the cultural consciousness of humanity. And so as such, like everybody should be able to enjoy the turtles. And that IDW series walks the line in a perfect way of being like, it's the turtles. I remember, but like, Whoa, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's cool. Um, Oh, you made me, oh, yeah, yeah. So which turtle are you? And also, Sal, uh, did you also do what I do and try to put cereal on your pizza at some point when you were a kid? Oh, man. Uh, the, when they had all their different varieties, when they the marshmallow pizza was the one that uh, always captivated my imagination. I never got it. <laughs> like, I never pulled it off. Because as a kid, my parents were like, you're not going to ruin food. You're not going to put marshmallows <laughs> on a pizza, Sal. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But I'm the guy who invented the General So's pizza. <laughs> that's true you told me about that <laughs> so so i i need to make me 
a marshmallow pizza. And like the thing is, I'm not going to use marshmallows in place of cheese. Like I'm going to use marshmallows in place of pepperoni. Okay, so that, when that you out. finally get to come back here and visit Sal, because you do come over here for occasion, we do stuff on the same. Side. I do. Uh, we are making officially, and we will do, we will live stream it or, or at least film it for the new right. Absolutely Marvel and DC channel. Us attempting to make the marshmallow pizza. I think that's a great idea. Because uh, I've always terrible, wanted to try but... it. Oh yeah, there's no way it's not going to be vile. <laughs> but uh, but I'm excited because it's 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 just another bucket list for me. I, like I remember growing up being like everyone was like, "Ew, anchovies, gross." And then one time, my friend and I got an anchovy pie. Just a pie with n- the only topping was anchovies. Let me uh, tell you something. I loved it. I don't. I don't mind anchovies. The problem is they're just so salty. They're yeah. really salty. So you gotta have a good ratio. If you, it's kind of like, and everyone's gonna give me crap for this, a Hawaiian pizza. If mm. done right, it's amazing. The problem is most places you order Hawaiian pizza from just open up a can of pineapple, dump it on a pie, and now it's all wet and soggy and it's not cooked. Yeah. You gotta grill the pineapple properly. Yeah, so, no, my, my, my pizzeria does a good Hawaiian pie, but I haven't had one in a long time. But I will say, like, I remember being captivated by the Hawaiian pie as well. I'm like, what? I love pineapple. <laughs> and I, I, I loved it. I used to get it from Ray's, actually, in New York City, and it was incredible. But uh, but, but yeah, it has I, to I be done right. Not, it's so yeah. easy to mess that up. That's the problem. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get it. But uh, I don't know what's Hawaiian about it, but I do, uh, but I do enjoy it. Um, all right. Well, uh, that oh, I mean, we, and and I'm Donatello. My, that's my that's my turtle. I see. It's funny because I feel like I would have been Mikey, but I, I for as a kid, I was always like, Raph's the coolest man. <laughs> Everybody loves Raph. He's the loner. He's the he's the he's the lone wolf. He's the only one with a friend. <laughs> yep. Oh, I just realized I did not link you all the topics this week. No, you normally uh, ask. I'm, I'm, I forgot. Oh well, that's true. I, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> but I'm down. Like. All right, yeah. well, let's go to the next thing before we move into these titles because I wanted to talk about this another thing too. Have you read today's Future State? So the finales to a lot of the stories. I read Dark Detective. Okay, so then that's the perfect <laughs> one because it's not the only one that doesn't end. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> none of them are ending. <laughs> Forget about it. Like, I thought that was the whole point of Future State. Two months, complete stories, enjoy the tales, and then we're going to jump forward. The Dark Detective was like, continuing in Detective Comics. Why did you, like, why is this me. even a book? You should have just kept writing Detective. Like, yeah, no, it, it, that that blew my, uh, that frustrated me to no end because I was like, "This is cool. I'm enjoying it. I love you know Dan Mora on art for Batman. Yeah, forever. But uh, and, and I really like Tamaki's writing for yeah, Bruce. I do too. Uh, particularly particularly in this like scenario. And I was like really excited to see this kind of like microcosm. I think this was four issues, right? Yep, four issues to Dark Detectives. Right. So it's like you can tell a complete story. Of Bruce Wayne in a like kind of almost Batman Beyondy, you know, police state future where he has got he's got to like take back Gotham. Uh, I'm I was all for that. This is like well now you can read Detective Comics, which will like imply a lot of this stuff you don't like that you want to see Batman destroy might come to pass. Like that's not what I'm here for. Yeah, it was supposed to be. I'm, I'm good. Part of the reason I was excited about Future State is that it was ending. And I don't mean that in a like, oh, it's over. I'm going to move on. In the sense of like, all of these stories are going to tell full stories that I'm going to enjoy yeah. and they're going to be over. Because even Red Hood, the backup in Dark Detective, he's like, yeah. we're going on vacation. Oh, creepy voice in the alleyway. <laughs> Which, Wait, well, don't tease stuff. This is over. Yeah. So I was like, why are we teasing? Who's talking to him? Like, what is this? Yeah. And I, yeah. I love that because I was looking for who it was. And I'm like, they're totally not telling you so they can make it anyone. Later. That's what <laughs> yes. they're doing. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, like now, now Red Hood is getting an ongoing, apparently, like a future state Red Hood ongoing series. Yeah, no, and I'm excited about that. But the fact is, future state was supposed to be resolving. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Instead, it's going to expand. Like the Suicide Squad ended with Connor being the last remaining guy, and Amanda Waller dead, and she's like, "All right, well now you're the Superman for Earth 3. It's like. What? You kind of resolved, but you're definitely not. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. Doesn't feel resolved to me. Yeah. Like, so. I, I don't know why we're resolving these like that. Although, the, for I the record, know. the concept of Connor being the Superman of Earth 3, kind of cool. <laughs> I, 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 that, that, now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> you give him a planet where he can just be Superman finally. We're not dealing with... All right, well, you're Superboy number two? No, no, three. No, but you're the clone. Yeah. No one cares about you. So. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of frustrating because then in Batman and Superman, which explains the beginnings of the magistrate. Future state. Or beginnings magistrate. Of future yeah, that, state. that period. Yeah. So it's all being told out of order, and now we're just going to move forward, like, properly. Like, what? Right. Like, if future state, Superman and Batman was supposed to be the, like, the last Superman and Batman story before the changing of the guard. Like, where does Bruce Wayne go? Where does Clark Kent go? You know, that kind of thing. It's like right before Future State Planet Hulk and right yep. before Future State Mad Max. And you're like, oh, man. But, like, if the current DC Universe slash Infinite Frontier is just teasing the dark Future State future we kind of saw in this time... What was the point of this man of the Superman Batman book? Like, what was the point of that? When what was does the that point take of, place? Of cramming everything out of order in two months. Yeah, and, and and I think it's just well, that's what that's what we had when we had it. Like those were done, so they came out then. Why are they out of order? Why do you care? Yeah, and it's like Wait, that, oh. I, I think that's my biggest point. Why do you care? Because it feels like things like next Batman, which now has an ongoing, but it's digital. Right? <laughs> Or Wonder is that going to be in the future? Yeah. Well, what's happening? <laughs> but Yara Floor is going to be Wonder Girl in the in the in the main universe, and it, you're like, Future State was supposed to be fun one-offs that they would take, throw out there. We'd go, oh, these are cool, and then they would start piecing some of it back into Infinite Frontier. But it looks like Future yeah. State was just an out of order intro to everything happening that doesn't line up because now she's Wonder Girl, and now. Uh, Jace, I guess, I, don't, I still don't know why they, they call him Jace. I'm hoping they'll explain it finally, but right. J what, Jace is doing his thing over here, and we got Their the, Bruce Wayne yeah. still battling the magistrate. That didn't end. Like, <laughs> but no, 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 but I don't the, want the magistrate. <laughs> well, he's still fighting the magistrate, so you got to deal with that. But don't worry. No. If you just want Batman, James Tinian is doing normal Batman over here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's doing his Batman, which I don't want. I was excited for a detective. Huh, like... <laughs> You know what this is? You know what this is? So DC all over. This is DC because you know the last time DC was like, "How about this rocking future that takes over all your titles?" It was called Future's End, and it was a calamity yeah. of like biblical proportions. And no one by the end of it, nobody liked it. And they were like, "This is it! Like this is where we're going!" And it's like nobody wanted that. They had to do a full reversal. And they were like, we're all in on the, oh, oh, nobody likes it. Uh-oh, damage control time. It's, it's like, like DCU. What if we yeah, just didn't do dear, continuity? <laughs> dear DC, don't you wish you could live in a world where you didn't always have to reverse course and do damage control? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice to just go, good thing we set that up. Enjoy. Like, 
when is that going to happen for you? Because it hasn't yet. I mean, I will say I did enjoy most of the future state and I'm excited yeah. to see what we're doing at the Infinite Frontier. But it's just, it's, it, it, so I don't want to say that this was like a negative, like, oh, screw all these. But it's just that no. why do it the way you did it out of order, all over the place, making yep. it confusing, making it loosely tied together, but also telling yeah. stories that didn't line up with each other and promote no. it as being this whole separate thing only for half of it to not be. And not just in a sense of like, well, you guys liked Yara Flora, so now she's introduced and we're going to do that. <laughs> you guys liked Andy, the uh, the Aqua woman. Now she's introduced. Right. Like, not like that. No, we're talking like, those stories are just going to keep going, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it's just, it, it they, they pulled the rug out from under us. They were like, well, listen, like 5G was going to be where we're going. Okay, that guy's fired. We're not doing that anymore, but we have books written and drawn. So let's just add to that and tell everybody, you know what? This is just a snapshot of things that could be. We're all kind of more on board for that, right? We're like, oh, cool. Like, this is a neat little snapshot. I'm enjoying these stories. But then the stories don't end. They trail off. And we're going to keep them in main continuity. That's not what you sold Exactly. That's why I liked Future State. Because you could look at the books and go, oh, I don't like this one. But I like this one. But none of it will matter in two months. So I can enjoy what I enjoy. And I don't have to read all of it because it won't matter in two months. But now I'm being told... Oh, no, no. Half of the matter, but only half. And we're not going to tell you which half. It's like the beginning of goddamn New 52 now. We're like, okay, yeah. so Batman and Green Lantern are going to keep going. And certain elements yeah. are still in continuity, but some of them don't line up like Blackest Night because half those characters don't exist anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. That is, it is just New 52. It's because it's the same people, uh, except for all the people they fired. But like, well, and that's the other problem is that like, you know, you uh, it's easy to just go, oh, well, because it's all the same people who did New 52, who did... DCU, who, you know, who did Future State, like, or who did uh, Future's End, and it's like, but it's not. These are all new people, and yeah. maybe it's just like, well, they don't really know or care about what they are supposed to be doing here. I don't know. I might be stuck, I might be only sticking with the, the writers I know and love, the Joshua yeah. Williamson, the James Tinian, Tom King. I know you're not a fan of his Batman, but I do love his work. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying Batcat, but, but you know. But, but Are you really enjoying Batcat? Because I don't know what the hell's going yeah. on at Batcat. <laughs> I, that's the thing, is that like, I'm enjoying it, but I'm also like, God damn it. Like, it's because it's three different timelines, and I'm like, why is Phantasm even here? Like, oh, he's not doing anything. Dude, Batman and Catwoman he should have just released that as a graphic novel. I don't know why it's not totally. black label. It should have been black label, four issues, and it makes sense. I think Agreed. whoever decided to make this a 12-issue maxi series and break it up is what's ruining it. Because I yep. guarantee by issue six, we're going to be like, holy crap, what is happening at Bat and Cat? But right totally. now, I'm sitting there like, holy crap, what is happening at Bat and Cat? <laughs> yeah. No, the third issue is the the first time that I have ex- that I went like, no. Like, the artwork's hooking like, me oh. The artwork keeps me attached it is incredible it is incredible it's incredible looking so that's cool uh, i'm trying to think of anything else came yeah. out that i wanted to talk about anything else that you want to talk about that came out in the last week uh, i mean i know king and black still to talk. happening <laughs> yeah it, it's still an action figure commercial and it's a lot of fun no complaints who doesn't like action figures but uh people want us to talk a little bit about it. generations forged i didn't read it yet but basically they just the, the book is reaffirming 
the like idea that like it all happened except it's written by dan jurgens and we know that they don't care what he has to say so like i wouldn't take that with any like sincerity like i wouldn't dan's got it on the news take... here actually let me read his little blurb for us because oh, cool. i, I okay, haven't great. actually read generations forged yet either uh that no. one and i think legion of superheroes and one other one came out and they're like it's the first issue of them and i'm like you're way we're way too far into future state for me to care <laughs> yes <laughs> um Generations yeah. Forged introduces the linear verse concept with Ray, yes. Wave Rider telling Batman, here people age far more slowly, living much longer th- than elsewhere. Your youth and vitality will endure for decades, enabling you to be effective far longer than a universal norm. Uh, yeah. And that... Yeah, basically just no one... Yeah, everyone, everyone's aging slower, like we all assumed they were, but he like told him specifically. Uh, yeah, no, and I don't know. I don't. The problem I think they're running into right now is they want to do new stuff, but they want to yeah. keep the old stuff. Hence the linearverse. They're like, yes. okay, what? Well, it's almost. It's almost like what I said when Marvel did all new, all different Marvel, which they still claim to this right. day was not intended. It just kind of happened that way. Um, but what I said was, I'm all for inclusion. I'm all for diversity. The problem that I feel yeah. that all new, all different Marvel had was they changed everything immediately. Like that yep. was what I felt like is why they had such a backlash to all new, all different Marvel. Not because Agreed. they were trying out characters like Riri, Riri's coming to her own. She's doing fine. Or, you know what I mean? Yep. But it's like when they yep. did Miles and Ghost Rider and those other characters, it was like, well, they were one at a time. People could digest yep. them and then still get their classics. I feel like yep. DC took that lesson and they're like, well, we want to introduce Brazilian Wonder Woman, Black Batman. We want to introduce all these variations of characters. We want to get more inclusive, yeah. more diverse. But we also don't want to get rid of the things that people are going to complain about. Because if we get rid right. of Bruce Wayne for more than a month, everyone's going to flip out. <laughs> well, and, well more importantly they'll stop buying the book like yeah. not enough people it's not enough to say like yo black batman though uh you also have to be like and also batman yeah like, and also bruce wayne batman because sales because because batman is the number one book every month yeah so and you can't do like, that but i feel like that's what's causing their problem right now yeah. where they're like like the linear verse and all and wave rider all that's for us if we're like no screw black batman screw brazilian wonder woman you know, and yep. we know that there's fans out there that do that. So, yep. and that's what that's for. That that is for them, so that it, so that they won't. Go, okay, well, the, you know what? You guys could have your diverse titles. I'm gonna go read <laughs> Batman. He's over here with Wave Rider now. That's right. what I think it's there for. And I don't. I'm not. Yes. I do the funny voices and joke around. I don't even think this is a negative thing that they're doing this. I no. I was the one that was like, no, you want to have Riri be Iron Man? That's fine, but you still need Tony because there's gonna be people who only want rich white guy. Like, <laughs> right. Well, they, they want the characters more importantly, like it's not like any of those titles had a, had a, had a good natural conclusion that went like uh, that gave it people a satisfying, like, ah, like uh, Tony's oh, story is complete. Yeah. When Marvel did their weird thing, it was like, everyone just died <laughs> or yeah, walked everyone away just died or like stuff just stopped. <laughs> like it just like Arr! new character though. And it's like, Dude, you gotta, I don't know, you gotta earn that, man. Like, you can't just, you can't just drop me in the middle of the deep end of this new character. Yeah. What if I don't care? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, and most of, most people did not. So. Well, and, yeah. and, and it's funny because all the whole different Marvel got a huge amount of backlash, and it's proven by the fact that all the characters reverted. Sales took a hit. Yeah. But now, yeah. now that they're being put into the MCU, I almost, and this is probably a discussion <laughs> yeah. for another day, but I almost feel like yeah. we're at a day and age where if they get introduced in the MCU, it's okay. Yes. Like Monica Rambeau, while an interesting character before this, was almost never used. Oh, and I yeah. can almost no, was, guarantee she's going to be an Avenger in about 
three months. <laughs> Monica Rambeau was Captain Mar was female Captain Marvel decades. That's like what I mean. Three but no decades one before Carol. Never, she finally got like a like a, an essential edition trade like a like a year or two ago. She got nothing in movies. Now people are like, whoa, who is this? And yeah. it's like, dude, you want to know how little they cared about Monica Rambeau? Read Next Wave to see how little they cared about Monica Rambeau. Yeah, like because and yeah, the movies are like because that's what they do. It's like it's like when a character shows up in Fortnite, and it's like. Dude, who's this? I just got an influx of a thousand eleven-year-olds that all want to read this character. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong at all. Um, but I feel like the same situation's Riri because no yeah. one, and I mean, it, it, there was fans for Riri, but the general yes. consensus, and I'm the guy who did Riri comics. I did Ironheart yes. comics on my channel, yeah. so I can tell you the general fan base reaction. No one really cared about Riri, which was sad because I thought it was a cool new character. You know, we, we, it, yes. it, it was a cool idea that Bendis came up with, but no one cared. Now right. she's everywhere. I can't turn any Marvel thing on because she's one of the new shows coming out. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Now and, everyone and what's cares about Ironheart. And it's amazing because like, it's frustrating because like, you know, when you, when you're reading the books, you're like, I can't believe this came out of nowhere. Like, well, who is this? But it's also like, thank goodness that they did that because instead of, because now that the MCU does exist and it's still going forward and actors die or leave yeah. or get old, they have a template that's comics based to draw from. And it's like, wow, who'd have thought that we'd be getting a young Avengers one day? Who'd yeah. have thought that Wicked and Speed would be characters in these things? Who'd have thought that Ironheart get her own show? Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's, but at least the people at the movie level, like they'll do their own thing and they'll put their own spin, but like they will have to, even just to get the design right or to get the, 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 the origin story in their heads, they have to read a comic book. It's not like, you know, when, when Fox was going to do the X-Men movies and they were like, Hey, uh, uh, what's uh, Wolverine's origin? And they're like, Oh, we didn't, we don't tell you the origin. It's a secret. And they're like, Oh, okay. We're, we're going to go do it. <laughs> like, because that's what movies do. They're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well then we're just going to go ahead and make one up. And that's why the Jenkins origin book exists because they were like, we have to tell his origin now because if we don't do it now. They'll do it. And then people will think that's Wolverine's origin. Like we will not get the, like we will not get the agency to say definitively what or Wolverine's origin is. The culture and the movies will tell us what Wolverine's origin is. And it should come from us. Yeah. And it's like, Thank goodness they did they that Marvel like threw their hat over the wall and tried something, you know, even if it was like at the expense of Iron Man. And it's like, listen, the lesson here wasn't necessarily don't do it because obviously you should because there's an Ironheart show. Yeah, it's that you need to you gotta come up with some way to cater to both because like, and at the end of the day, that should be Marvel's bread and butter, baby, because that's more that's 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 double money. You know, it's like but she's if, like a if you're gonna... CW, every character in Marvel Comics should have a, ca a supporting cast of fourteen yep. characters. <laughs> That's the yes. CW mentality. They're like, season one, Flash has got Iris, and he's got Cisco, and he's got uh, Caitlin. Season yeah. two, we've got ten new characters, all with powers. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Just in, just in case this Flash thing doesn't work out. Exactly. 
That's what the news are doing. But do you think that's what they're doing with this future state direction where they're like, okay, so by the way, no. we're, we're already going to create Black Batman and we're going to create Brazilian Wonder Woman and we're going to create uh, a, a, a young girl, Aqua Woman, and we're going to, you know, like, I, do you think that's what they're I doing? I mean, their future well, person? the Yara, because there was going to be a Yara Floor show before issue two came out, I think there was some synergy going on. The show is since canceled, but like, Wait, there was they were one? going to. There was one in development. Why would they do a Yara Floor one before like a traditional Wonder Woman one? Right. Well, because <laughs> they have movies. Oh, sure. And yeah. they were like, oh yeah, because Warner because Brothers they weren't sure of like if they're in a movie, they don't get a show. Yeah. Which is also why I think everyone's still worried about Henry Cavill because if, if they're still following that philosophy, Superman got a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which like okay, fine. I mean. Captain Britain's a really fun character, and I think Cavill will do a really nice job. <laughs> oh, dude, he will do amazing and get his accent. <laughs> yeah, he gets to do his accent, which, by the way, is just dreamy as hell. Dude, he I do has, like a he, Superman. He has the. Have you? Have you? I've, I've watched. Did you watch any of his videos that are like where he gets to just be him? He has the most he, charming smile and accent. Oh. Like, there's like four guys that I'd go gay for, and that's on that list there. Like, <laughs> if you haven't already seen it. There's a great uh, interview between it, it's Cavill and Simon Pegg, and they talk about like words that English people say, and they explain them. Uh, it's very much worth the price of admission, which is free, but it's also super fun to watch. So I would check it out. And, it, and it'll, if you haven't already fallen in love with Henry Cavill, you will with this video. The moment that I really, because really, he always hear the story that he got the call for all of his stuff when he was in a World of Warcraft raid, and he almost missed yeah. the call for Superman. If you, if you have time, watch him try to build a computer. In the pandemic, he said one of his lifelong dreams was to build a computer from scratch. And so he did it finally. It, it, yeah. it was so heartbreaking to see the amount of things he broke. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> this big, He's like, that's okay. Big, I have huge man just like, let me put the chip in. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that when, that when that hit. I was like, oh, good for him. Yeah, because yeah. he was like, well, what's uh, – yeah, they were like, what's your console? He's like, PC. And it's like, oh, yay, you remember the Master Race. <laughs> the PC master race. Yeah, it has like you may want to clarify uh, in this day and age. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so anyway, yeah. So back to the future state thing. I, it's just, it's. Oh, a, oh yeah, but I think it is a synergy thing. I think they're definitely they were future proofing their 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 characters. Yeah, which makes sense. Although I mean, although WB definitely has the idea of like, we'll just replace them. Look, there's a new Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like they don't care. There's no like, and they're the guys who started it. They're like, oh. uh Michael Keaton said no. Just get Kilmer. Oh, Kilmer said no. Oh, just get Clooney. Oh, yeah. Clooney said no. Oh, just get uh, Christian Bale. You know, like whatever. And that what's what's funny about that was how much they offered Christian Bale to try and come back in their DC Universe movies, where they were like, "Please come back. We'll give you like a billion dollars." I didn't think it was that number, but like you know, they were just like, "Give me a give, please." And it's like, dude, just recast. And yeah. then they did Ben Affleck. How about that? Oh no, Ben Affleck. No, Robert Pattinson. Like they don't care. There's no, no. There's there's no there's a loyalty there. So the next thing I want to talk about today is remember how everyone was panicking because of the fan sale of DC last week, and they were like, "DC's yes. going down. It's the end of DC." Uh, DC yeah. announced eleven surprise titles. So for a company that's on its last leg, man. <laughs> Yeah, expansion would not be the thing I would assume. Especially some of these titles. They're not just like, these are the easy money titles. Like, Batman and Team. Batman and Team. That would be like, if DC was on its last leg, we'd see 10 Batman titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's usually, I mean, that's just DC's modus operandi normally. So the yeah. fact that they're not announcing 10 Batman titles means, I guess they're doing okay. Or they have enough Bat titles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they announced Deathstroke, Inc., 
Which I think will be interesting because they've been moving Deathstroke yeah. into this weird. He's not anti-hero, but he's just no. He's not really a true villain anymore. He's not a super villain anymore. No. Yeah. Um. So we got Deathstroke Inc. Harley Quinn animated series sequel. So I guess the Batman animated series one worked well. Yeah. Does so? I'm kind of confused. Is it a comic book? continuing the series right which now makes me realize did they quietly cancel the series i guess so i mean <laughs> dc universe is no more yeah so. but i thought that cartoon did amazing and they were like trying to get it it did yeah huh. yeah they made statues and everything that's what i thought but not huh. before i didn't but i didn't get my ivy statue would have they didn't awesome. make one yeah would have been great um yeah. we're getting a wonder woman 80th anniversary title okay which yeah they have a joker 80th anniversary title so why the hell not uh, an Elseworld DC Vampires title. Yeah, DC Vampires. <laughs> it honestly makes sense because Red Rain already did sell amazingly, and there is a fiending people amount of people who want to see their favorite superheroes in dystopian futures like Marvel Zombies, Deceased, and like Marvel was it Apes? I think it was. That was a Marvel Apes. Yeah, that was another that, one. That, yeah. that unfortunately existed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and and now we're getting like I think what is it? Is Taylor doing a Marvel book where it's like sword and sorcery or something? Where it's like He Man no, Marvel or something? No, no, it's Marvel, but we lose all light, so we go back to ah. the Dark Ages. That's what it is. Marvel Dark Ages. That's it. Yep. Thank you. Um, we had a Robin and Batman title. Fun, fun name Robin twist. And Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the sidekick cool. this time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if, if it was a continuation of Nightwing and the next Batman working together, I'd be down. <laughs> right? That was fun. Yeah. Um, Joker, a puzzle box. I guess that's that Joker story that we were hearing rumors about. Yep, totally. Um, the Legend of Batman. So that's just another Batman book. <laughs> great, good because there is a great book called Legends of ba Legends of the Dark Knight, which was excellent. Yep. So I'd like to see that come back. Crush and Lobo. I am down to see the two of them traveling across the galaxy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, good for Nubia them. and the Amazons. Fun fact: Everyone's given a whole bunch of crap because they made a black Wonder Woman. She's been around since the seventies. Yeah, Nubia is not a new character. <laughs> no, it, like, and it took two Google searches to find out her actual origin in the seventies too, because they introduced not her. Not only like, that, I've heard yeah. of Nubia before, but I thought I thought she was introduced in Injustice because she shows up mm. in that one. I didn't realize how old she was before Injustice. <laughs> yeah, and, and she she was cool. Like her Wonder Woman origin in the Future State book was fun. Like, who cares? You're not reading her Wonder Woman book anyway. Like, the reality is anybody who's like, Nubia's Wonder Woman. <laughs> like, Wonder Woman sells like crap. It's just, <laughs> it's just a poor, it's just a lousy selling book. For, for her being the premier female superhero of all time, her book sells notoriously badly. So, statistically speaking, you were never going to buy the book anyway. So why don't you just get out of the way? Yeah. And just let that book exist. Let them sell a book that maybe someone else will buy, as opposed to the one that they that no one's buying already. Yep. Um, and the last one they announced was DC Middle Ages. Yeah, what? Are they just going to be in their 40s? <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman and Superman. They're just sitting around on the porch... Oh, something's yeah. happening. <laughs> yep. It's just them it's just them like hurting their backs with, with minimal effort and complaining about TikTok. Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah, they're That's watching cool. the grass grow. They're like, get on my lawn! <laughs> this is Wayne Manor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these damn kids. Those are your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about I was thinking like dark ages. I didn't even think about just 
Middle-aged men. <laughs> I, I think it's just because Marvel's doing a thing called Dark Ages. They're like, damn it! <laughs> yeah, you'll have, like, Ollie, and, you know, Green Arrow's just like, damn it! <laughs> yeah. Oh, no! I'm getting fat! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my man boobs get in the way of my, of my swing. Of my... Of my... <laughs> oh, all right. That sounds like fun. I'll read that. <laughs> That, but we know that's not what it is. All right, so Generations no. Forge, we just talked about that one. <laughs> Kelly Thompson's yep. Black Widow first arc revamps the character, giving her family, ripping it away, leaving memories of psychological and emotional attachments. It appears to be Thompson's way of revitalizing the character and pushing her towards being a true superhero, not just another generic ex-spy who does spy stuff. I will agree with that because... Okay, so I know there's a lot of theories as to why we didn't officially get a, ba- a Black Widow movie up to this point. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we all mm-hmm. know a lot of it was Perlmutter. But if you actually yep. look at Black Widow, it's just the story of Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's nothing. Oh, this new series? Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying the original the original Black Widow stuff is literally just the standard spy who has a history, who does spy things. Like, she was never that interesting. And no. I do feel like that was a part of her not getting a solo movie. Because as much yeah. as we want to say, like, do a spy thing. It's like, do a spy thing or Ant-Man. Well, I'd rather take Ant-Man. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for me, the Black Widow movie is like was a no-brainer. It's the it was the number one actor, female actor on the planet, and well, you have her point. under contract. It got like, to that. Point, you have her. Yeah, but you have her there. A spy movie about a character with no powers that should cost like two million bucks. Yeah. No, I agree with Just, you. And, and Black Widow easily got to the point with it quickly that we should have done something with her. But early on when she was being introduced in other movies, I'm just saying the problem other than Pearl Mutter was definitely there's not much here. She's a spy who's cool to have her with, with Nick Fury. But you could have put her in match. You could have done any any spy story, any like any of those lost. Like, here's here's a fun thing. There's like every year there's like these these Hollywood scripts that like float around and everybody reads them and they're like they're just too good to be made and like no one wants to touch them because like they're you know they're very popular among the like the inner circle and 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 just like and every year there's new ones but like there's just like this cache of amazing scripts that just sit around and no one ever touches them. Grab the spy one. Yeah. Change the names. Make that. No, like, I, I agree. I do agree with you. I, I think after the first Avengers movie, like that mm-hmm. should have been one of the next things that was greenlit, the Black Widow movie. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. But what I'm getting at is the reason why she was introduced as a co-character instead of getting yeah. a movie was oh, because yeah. there's not much there. I agree with you. As soon as Avengers dropped and it was like the biggest movie ever, it was like, okay, yeah. so the next thing we're getting is Black Widow because she yeah. didn't get one and she was in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, she she and Hawkeye, but that's fine yeah. because no one was clamoring for a Hawkeye movie because the Fraction book I don't think existed yet. No, or no, there had, wasn't enough. The, they Hawkeye were like, we're not going to do that. that. Didn't have a lot of history up until more recently. He became kind of more prominent. Um, but that, that was my point. So the fact that Te- Kelly Thompson is just revamping her to make her more interesting, I'm mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. Like instead of her just being, well, she had the Red Room, gave her trauma, and now she's a spy. Yeah. Like uh, that, right. I mean, yeah. even the no, movie. Kelly Thompson. Huh? Yeah, I like Kelly Thompson. Kelly Thompson's do, so good. I mean, I, I'm excited for this Black Widow movie, for the record, and I also really want to yeah. see more of Red Guardian. I think he's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I think he's going to be great. I wanted him to be Ben Grimm so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Too but late like, now. Uh, I know! <laughs> so, fine. Okay, you'll be both. Red Guardian. Maybe the time. No, before. you can't. You can't have him do both. He's got to do his bad Russian accent, knock yourself. Right. That's why he, then I, he could do a bad Brooklyn accent with CG rocks on him. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But he's you got to see him Diesel in a photograph at some point. Says, I am Groot. 
<laughs> yeah. I can't believe, by the way, do they even get him anymore or do they just get anyone to do that? Because, like, you don't need him to stand in or anything. I've noticed that he doesn't ever seem to be at any of the cast calls or the screen, like, everyone standing. I, 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 was he in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Did they bring him back as Baby Groot? I don't know. I think he does the voice. I think probably does the voice. But he's which, never in you know, it. Like, like, they always have, uh, who's the guy that does Rocket? Uh, he's famous, too. Oh, Bradley Cooper. He's at all the cast calls, like signings yeah. and stuff, but you never see Vin Diesel. No, no. But Bradley Cooper also, like, he is, like, you know, Vin Diesel, anyone could say I am Groot into, like, a voice changer. Bradley Cooper is, like, doing a character. That's like, true. that is, he is really, he's really firing all cylinders with that rocket character. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, well, I read the first two issues of the Kelly Thompson Black Widow book. I wish I clicked with it more. Like I love Kelly Thompson. The book's like fine. I liked the 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 Samney Wade book by Bla- of Black Widow. That one was was fire. Also, the Nathan Edmondson book was great. Well, give me some Check recommendations after this because I'm literally chatting with my Patreons because we have a mini producer tier and we're discussing what Winter Soldier and Black Widow books to do because mm. as much as I love both those characters. There's not much to work with. <laughs> right. No, there's plenty. Yeah, there's at least three Black Widow books you could do that, that are worth it. That would sell the character. Yeah. All right, so moving on, we've got... Uh, oh, yeah, this casting for DC Universe's new Supergirl. Yeah. That's kind of... What? That, okay, I'll give you... The, I'll give you... The, I do feel like the video where they told her was kind of heartwarming, but I will agree that, like, we're introducing Supergirl in the multiverse in Flash, and I'm like... Too many words. What? <laughs> yeah. You, uh, for me, I'm like, you have Supergirl. Like, M- Melissa Benoist is in movies. She's on shows. She has a lot of charisma. I, I just, just use her. Like, uh, even if they don't want to, my only question is, why is Supergirl being introduced in the multiverse of the Flash movie yeah. that apparently is still happening? That was also confirmation right? on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. I'm like, what? <laughs> But, All right. but not only that, like, then what? Like, is she just going to yeah. be, like, a two-second cameo and fly in? Like, Probably. I mean, I, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it just seems like if they were, like, we're doing a Supergirl movie and we recast Melissa over to be this. Because I think she's stepping away. I do I do believe she's ah. pregnant or something. Is she stepping away? See, I, I have no idea. I just I just assume because she's an actor, she wants to work. So. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, most actors. But if she's pregnant to... or whatever, like, I get it. I mean, like, I'm assuming yeah. she's pretty set for life. Wasn't she, like, on Glee and now Supergirl, which is, like, on its 60th season? So I'm pretty sure she's yeah. kind of winding down to go have a family and everything at this point. All right, um, all right, fair enough. So I'm fine with them recasting the Supergirl role. Plus, they seem to be very much against anybody on CW getting into any movie. So... <laughs> yes, yes, well, that's fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll give them that, but Supergirl in the Flash movie. Why wouldn't you yes. just be like, new Man of Steel movie, Man of Steel and Woman of Steel, or something much better titled than that. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right or or hey, uh, I appreciate that you're I, look look. It's really cool you're getting Supergirl. That's great, but like, you know, everyone wants you to make Man of Steel too, and you have Henry Cavill. Yeah, <laughs> why is it Superman in this? Or or doing? if we're doing the multiverse, why doesn't Henry Cavill as Superman just kind of show up in that one? Prove right? he hasn't been fired. All of you were saying you that's haven't replaced him, but you're putting him in nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I, Henry Cavill's still Superman. All right, so what's his next appearance? Zack Snyder's right? Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. I mean, like, 
good for her. I didn't get to see the video, but like that sounds nice. They uh, um, the, they broke it to her in a weird way to kind of like leave her guessing, and then they mm. brought the suit out. So that was kind of oh. cool. Yeah. I haven't seen the suit yet. Is it cool? It looks like the Man of Steel suit. I think it was the Man of Steel suit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've made the Supergirl suit yet. Mm. I I as I thought I saw like um I may remember seeing like art that like her her skirt is her cape or something. I don't know. It sounds cool. I mean like I'm glad that we're expanding the DC pantheon in the films. Like their CG intro implies they're going to. <laughs> You're like, look at all these characters, but we're thinking Batman. Like, you, 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 you. I think, I think Green Lantern is a focal point on that intro, too. And he hasn't had yeah, anything. Yeah, and <laughs> no Green Lantern outside of the one no one likes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, okay, next topic here is Image Comics is going to open up. I like that Todd McFarlane is like, we're doing a Spawnverse. Yes. I, you're the I you're that. the huge Spawn fan. What do you uh, talk about it? I, I read a lot of issues of Spawn. I wouldn't say I'm the world's biggest Spawn fan, but I do appreciate McFarlane. I'm I'm more of a McFarlane fan at this point than I am a Spawn fan. But like four monthly titles, I think that's more titles than some comic book publishers produce in their entire monthly lineup. <laughs> uh, and McFarlane's just putting out four Spawn titles. McFarlane is. I, I'm not going to say a genius, but he is brilliant and he understands this industry because he know like he's like, you know, I'm I'm in the toy market, I'm in the I'm trying to get into the movie business, I'm in the comics market, I, I am a brand like Todd McFarlane is a brand. Yep. He also is an inker and a pen and a penciler and all that, but like he knows how to sell comic books. He himself like there's Image, which he's like I think president still of, but like. He also just, he knows how to sell comic books as a fan and as a like business mogul. Because if you look at his lineup where he's like, okay, here's what, here's who I got for my four spawn titles. Yeah. Right. Greg Capullo's on one of them. Greg Capullo, Jim Chung, uh, Donnie Cates, etc. Yeah. And he's like, and he was like, he named like four names and he's like, that should probably get retailers attention. Like he knows he's like, he's not going like, okay, well, how can I craft a spawn that's going to appeal to like the, you know, to the, to the, to the TikTok generate, like he doesn't care about that. He's like, no, 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 I'm trying to sell comic books to people who are going to comic book stores. So I will announce these four designs that are cool looking, that have creators that you already know who you will buy from. And like retailers can go like, <laughs> right? And it's like, like he's, been, he's been hyping it up on his Instagram. He hypes it up everywhere. You follow him on Instagram, it's hilarious because he'll occasionally make videos where he's like, look at my action figure. Oh, it's so uh, it's just it's We're like hanging out with a child. That actually, that's a really good impression of him. Actually, he's thank a great you. Guy. I've been working on it for him. yeah. He, he does. He's so it. sweet. Yeah. yeah, I've been working on that impression for a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, man, like we're getting She Spawn. That's a series. Like, it, but it's like he knows. Like, I, I, you know, he's like, I'm not gonna try and make a, a book about like two sad teenagers who like live in a car. You know, like I'm not trying to appeal. That's to, coming out later. To, like, spawn the road right. trip. <laughs> right yeah the, the sisterhood of the traveling cape uh but uh you know he he knows how to sell comic books and he knows how to sell the comic books that he sells he's like i'm todd mcfarlane like i'm not gonna sell like the next 
you know, Netflix adaptation of sad teenagers. I'm going to sell Spawn. Right. And if I'm going to do that, I got to get these people on board using like my brand recognition and my clout to get them on board. Okay. And hopefully you stack the deck with them. Like Donnie Cates is not going to be on Spawn for 100 issues. He's not going to be on Spawn for probably 10 issues, but he'll be there enough to pass the book along. Yep. So there's a, there's an established audience buying it. It's like this dude sells books. All right. So I got a doing. pitch for you, Sal. Please. Yes. Spawn, but he's 16. He's going to high school in a town that has a <laughs> bunch of mysteries. It's going to be on CW. He'll have a whole oh. side cast. <laughs> teen, teen Spawn. Let me tell you something. If you draw it, he'll probably reblog it on his Instagram. Like, you should definitely draw a Teen Spawn. Spawnerdale, as- according to Flashboy. <laughs> Spawnerdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just good for him. Four Spawn's books. dad is actually in a secret society. Oh, Spawn is a dad now. Spawn's dad. Yeah. <laughs> His right? mom ran off on him when he was younger, which made him really edgy. You know, like yeah. <laughs> Next on the CW, <laughs> Spawn. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's the bulk of our stories there. Um, so Sweet. let's go ahead and wind it down this episode of Absolute Comics. We can get talking about our WandaVision episode seven discussion. Um, if you yes. want to support this channel, please consider going to patreon.com slash comic pop, patreon.com slash comic story, or subbing right here on Twitch. We have a lot of ways you can support this channel, help us grow, help us become a, help become a part of the community. If you want to help see us expand and help be a part of the soft launch, check out on YouTube, absolutely Marvel in DC, which is going to be the big focus of me, Sal, Dylan, and Dan talking about WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Zack Snyder's Justice League. All this stuff is going to be discussed over on that channel. It'll be a lot faster, a lot more content rolling out over there, and we're hoping you'll come and join us. So check it out. Absolutely Marvel in DC, the expansion of your favorite Absolute Comics podcast. See how I said that? Your favorite Absolute Comics podcast, because we're the only oh. one. So <laughs> That's right. Um, and yeah, guys, we'll see you next Tuesday right here for more Absolute Comics. If you're watching live, stick around for the WandaVision stuff. <laughs>